0: Welcome to episode 43 of The Bull Run, the official podcast for snooker professional Stuart Bingham. This content is sponsored by Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design, and Outlaw Pro, the fishing and tackle retail specialists. It's a show in which I, sports journalist James Colasanti, Colasanti even, asked the man nicknamed Bull Run about recent results and life on tour. Uh, Well, I always tend to start these shows by asking you uh, the same thing, but um, as we sit here crawling out of a pandemic and into uh, a third world war this morning, with the uh, biblical hailstorm outside my window, I can't wait to hear your answer. So, uh, good morning, mate. How are you today?
1: Yeah, all good, thanks, James. How are
0: you? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, like I said, I was just uh, uh, flicking on the news this morning and and obviously looking at the Russia-Ukraine thing. It's all a bit... um, a bit sort of depressing isn't it but uh we carry on we've all got to still work and uh and get on with our bits and bobs haven't we
1: yeah definitely yeah
0: um well look i took t- we start with the snooker uh this show um and you of course made the final of the championship league's winners group at the start of february uh you where you lost uh 3-2 to john higgins um, you hit the only century of the final to make it 2-2 but um, he made an 88 to see it out and book a place um, his place at the champion and champions you know looking at the results you've you beat some really good players uh, along the way including John, John himself um, so I just one were you pleased with your showing overall or, or was it one of them where the overriding feeling was, was one of a missed opportunity
1: um, a bit of both really yeah. um, it's, it's weird that sort of something clicked in practice and um, Start of that week, um, I remember playing. Uh, um, I think I had like seven or eight hundreds against him. Yeah. Uh, I played my coach on the Tuesday. Go filtness made a max and five or six other tons against him. Uh, I played Mark Davis again. Had about seven or eight hundreds against him, and so I was, I was going into that finals group with a bit of sort of confidence and obviously a bit of form and. Um, I remember putting a good, good pink in the deciding um, frame against Yang Bing Tao in the very first match, and that seemed to sort of set me down, uh, sort of the day. And obviously the first day I won four out of four, which more or less well, did guarantee me uh, a semi-final spot. Mm. Um, so yeah, sort of went into the second day. Lost, I lost three nil to Yang Wenbo then beat scott donaldson three nil so uh winning five out of six mm. against obviously the the class that was there it was um i was over the moon and um yeah only sort of just losing out to john three two in in the um in the final match um just seemed to yeah just put a doubt on things but mm. it is literally obviously financial wise it, it's good it's mm. a good tournament but the, the only prize is, is the winner, and that obviously gets a spot. Obviously, not just winning that tournament, but you go to the Champions of Champions as well. Yeah. So it was a, uh, it was sort of one of those close but no cigar moments.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a word on John. I mean, he turns 40, forty-seven in May. Uh, he says he's playing better than ever. So you tell me, what, what's his secret, mate?
1: Um, I, I'm not sure. He's just, he's just so good. Um, he's, I think he. Um, well, he's obviously lost three or four stone. It's been sort of well publicised. He's putting, he's trying to sort of prolong his career and um, he, yeah, he, he looks as good as ever. And um, he obviously, his he's B game and C game is still as good as anyone's sort of A game and uh, he's just very hard to beat. And um, you just need to sort of buy him away on the table and that, I think that's the only way you, could, you can beat him. But he just seems to. Hang in there. Like say in the final, he pulled out two unbelievable clearances. Mm. Like say especially the one in the in the decider. Yeah. Um. He just seems to do it time and time again. Yeah.
0: I mean, you've played him for years. Do you do you think he is playing the best stuff at the moment, or is he just always been just rock hard to play basically?
1: Yeah. I, I just think. Yeah. He just he's always been classy. Mm. He obviously he must. Have, he he ain't won everything, in every like, he has won everything, but he don't win all the time. And yeah. I think uh, he, he plays at such a sort of high level that people have to play really well to to stand a chance of beating him. Sort of what like what Ronnie's done for the last twenty years. He, he's been sort of they're they're in the same mold, really. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely.
0: Um, so tell us a little bit about what happened with this first frame forfeit for, for Liang Wenbo in the semi final you. Um the reports I read just said he was he was not at the table when the match was supposed to start. And what
1: happened there? Um well the last the last league match you had Scott Donaldson play Zhao Zintong, Tong mm. and um Tong needed to win to obviously get to the semis to so obviously play me. Um but Scott ended up beating him, which meant then Liam when Bo was in the semis, right. but no one seen him at the venue for sort of the previous sort of two hours. He right. he thought he was out, and he he was. I think he went to have dinner with his friends. Right. I see. Um, so as soon as the match finished, there was obviously a five minute turnaround.
0: Right. I gotcha.
1: Um, he literally got there. I think just before he was going to go two nil down. Right. right. And um, which was which was obviously a good result for me, really. Yeah. Was it a bit but, surreal? Um, yeah.
0: You, you know, have you ever had that type of thing before? You ever encountered that type of thing? Um, no, I
1: don't think. I, no. can't, I can't recall it. No, I can't.
0: No, it's a strange set of circumstances. But you obviously sort of kept it together and, and quite rightly did a professional good job and, and kind of uh, saw it out anyway. But um, but yeah, yeah, I suppose it's just one of those sort of quirks of the game. Yeah. Um, Look, I mean, away from snooker, you know, what have you been up to? I mean, I saw on the Insta post the other day about you uh, being a standing linesman for one of your son, Shay's youth football games. Um, I think I commented comment on it and said, you know, I used to hate running the line. I uh, just wondered how it went for you. Did you make any dodgy calls? And, and can you see you get, get um, yourself getting a bit more actively involved in youth football from now on?
1: Uh, no I think that, that's my limit that was one and done was it <laughs> it's hard isn't it it's really it's yeah, like a yeah.
0: thankless task yeah
1: no yeah I, I sort of obviously you do know we I've I've been known to argue with a Lions run a few times right sort of uh, them calling off sides and things like that but yeah um, I think that actually obviously my team won 2-1 and I think that actually the goal that their team scored yeah um, might have been offside. I might right. have just let it sort of go but okay I'm like obviously with what I do, I'm I'm pretty like I'm fair. I don't sort of go one way because yeah. my boy's playing. Yeah. Where I've seen other people do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm like if it's their throw, it's their throw. If it's our throw, it's our throw. Sort of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah. Uh. It, yeah. It it was good. Obviously all the dads on the team always take it in turns, and uh, yeah. I think there was only two or three of us there that week, and. I didn't put my hand up. I was I was told I was doing it. Oh, like <laughs> that
0: was it mandatory? Yeah. Yeah. Go steady with you football, mate. I mean, there's no yeah. messing about with the parents. Some of take it it's very seriously. I'm sure. I'm sure. I sure i do not have to tell you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Duck out if you ever can. <laughs> but uh, yeah. No. No.
1: Actually, there was another uh, Lee, He um. It was Eva Roy. He said, "I don't mind doing." it. I said, yeah. I'll, "I'll do. It. I don't." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. That, that's me done for another. Sort of five, six weeks yeah, you've done yours quite right
0: um, okay, well listen finally you are in action uh, on Monday in the Welsh Open against Sean Maddox uh, he is a 19 year old from Liverpool and his wiki says uh, as a 15 year old he became the youngest snooker player to score a 147 breaking competition uh, beating the previous record held by Ronnie O'Sullivan um, you of course like a maxi too so uh, you're looking forward, forward to a, a good ding dong with Sean?
1: Yeah, um, I've never played him before, so um, it'll be new. But, uh, yeah, he's he's been tipped to to do really well in the game. Um, He's winning a couple of matches here and there. But, um, yeah, he's he's obviously finding it hard on tour. So, Mm. um, yeah, I've just got to... Obviously, I I ain't been doing too great. Say, literally the day after I lost in the um, uh, the Championship League final, I lost to the Turkish Masters qualifier to Jackson. Mm. Jackson Page. So uh yeah, I, I need to pull my finger out ranking wise. So we yeah, I need to have a deep run somewhere to sort of get myself back up there and um yeah, it's gonna be a it's tough match.
0: Celtic manager
1: is, is that right, yeah. That's it, yeah. I, yeah. I, I did uh, Gary Perkins, my manager's coming with me, I did say about taking our golf clubs. It's a
0: nice gaff, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's known for the golf really, isn't it? That's, that's
1: yeah, nice. yeah, i i I played there last last year, a year before. Mm. Uh, no, last last year in uh, Mark Davies's with Mark Davies's friends. Yeah, and uh, played all the free courses. Yeah, it's absolutely uh, lovely place. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely.
0: All right, Stu, that's great. Thank you very much for your time, as always, and of course, best of luck for next week.
1: Lovely, thanks, James. Cheers.